1: Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 171, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says relationships are about choices. And joining me on today's show is Millie Spallinger. Millie, she is a professional life coach and her passion is to work with women who are challenged by a specific relationship in their life. They're struggling with who they are in Christ or seeking to grow more in self-love. Now, Millie empowers women to grow deeper, more intentional relationships with God, with others, and of course themselves, so that they can live confidently and full of joy. Now, on today's show, Millie is going to share that relationships are about choice. We're going to talk more about that. We're also going to talk about we're not always called to create opportunities. Sometimes we are called to create them. And hearing leads to being known and being known leads to be loved and so much more. Welcome to the show, Millie relationships 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 with ourselves with others with God I mean this is uh, going to be a, a topic that I'm sure many people are going to be interested in and you're going to share some insights in an area which you love to help others just share with us Millie how did you get into doing what you're doing today in your business and helping women in that area is it something that has been growing in you this desire to follow this, if you will, this area over a number of years or how did that uh, pan out for you?
1: Yeah, um, I think that I've always been passionate about loving people. Um, when asked what are my greatest strengths, I would say loving people um, or my talents. I, I, You know, I never thought that I had a specific talent until I realized, oh, I'm just really good at loving people. Mm-hmm. And Um, and I went to college for ministry and in that I did an internship, um, through an organization called Not Easily Broken and they help, um, premarital couples and married couples through, um, all kinds of different services. Yes. And so, uh, that kind of started building my passion about working with people in relationships. Um, and then I'm. I just became passionate and so I decided to focus my life coaching on relationships.
0: Yeah, I love that. And share a little bit more about some of the things you noticed and why I'm asking this because you say you one of your skills and your strengths, if you will, is really loving people and how often do we, with ourselves, negate or we downplay, if you will, our strengths because we don't really see how we can use that and leverage that Yet there are so many possibilities that we can then support others if we recognize the strengths in ourselves. So once you realize this is a unique area which I just love to do, what was some of the impact that you noticed when you started to love others and really connect with them? How did that help in the relationship you were having with them and ultimately what that led them to then achieve?
1: Um, I think that I would say that other people genuinely tell me um, a little bit of why I say loving people leads to being heard, known, and loved mm. um, is because I would say that a lot of my friends or people I get close with or work with um, tend to tell me that just by the way that I listen to them or I'm there for them, um, it really impacts their life because they feel heard. Mm. And I think that women um which is the majority of people that I work with just want to be heard and so I would say that that's the biggest impact is that through yes. loving people they feel hurt.
0: Yes, and I think doing that uh, from you then res- giving your response really shows that when you love people, you really hear them. You're there for them with no expectations, no trying to put your ideas, thoughts, beliefs, and so forth on them, but rather there as a listening ear and someone that they really can open up to and share. And I think that's so powerful because if we don't, We have conversations, don't we, and we have relationships, and often we don't realise that the reason why the relationship's not working is because we may assume we're actually listening and giving the other person the attention, but we're not really, we just can't wait for them to stop speaking so that we can dive in and share our, our ideas or reasons why we think that. So let's talk about relationships are about choice. What are some of the things that you see people are not doing uh, when it comes to choice in relationships and why is this so important that we start to recognize how this is really important and impacting our relationships or not?
1: I think um, one of the even just starter issues in um, relationships is that people feel, um, they feel love and in an emotional way And so they base the relationship on the feelings. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to deeper issues or the more you get to know people, you kind of don't feel it as much. And that comes to the point where you have to decide, okay, so do I want to choose to love through this or, or work through this in ways that are loving? Or do I want to just walk away because I don't feel anymore? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where, biggest instance of choice comes into play is when feelings disappear
0: yes yeah I love that and you know as you're sharing that often uh, we may find ourselves in situations and this may not necessarily be with a spouse or a loved one but relationships in general or client uh, relationships colleague you know colleagues relationships or collegial relationships and when we find that they may have differences of their style and approach uh, we might go you know what I really don't have the energy to deal with that person but sometimes it is really taking a step back allowing them to be heard and then maybe even and I'd love you to share a bit more I'm sure we're going to cover this the way that we respond and relate to them will either enhance the relationship and be able to have that you know communication with that person or not it'll shut it down and often it's the shutting down of it that doesn't allow us to recognize, oh, they may have a different way of speaking and delivering the information, but the outcome, the goal is, is, is still the same. Let's talk about um, the feelings then. If, if we're focusing so much on the feelings, we know now that that's not really going to be the best way for us to really build those strong relationships. What should we be focusing on then instead?
1: Um... Honestly, I would say listening to people, um, learning them, getting Mm -hmm. to know them because I think even when um, you're making those choices to love them, you make choices to love different people. You would choose to love a friend one way. You choose to love your child one way um, because the way you love someone should be for them. Mm -hmm. And so you want to love them based on their needs. And so I think that the first step is just knowing the person that you're trying to love knowing how they feel loved
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i love that and how often we don't recognize the need in the other person and i'll give you an example i was speaking to someone just recently and she was giving me an account of a relationship that she's developed with a friend it was just a friendship and this particular person was getting quite Vocal about a certain situation and was getting quite angry. And she couldn't understand this person who I was speaking to couldn't understand why there was so much anger around that. And she just wanted to stop the relationship, have no more conversation. And I said to her, You know, isn't it interesting as you hear him? This particular person has really been hurt around the situation. He probably hasn't felt. Heard and that his needs were um, respected, if you will, or or taken care of. And often, when we're hurting around a certain area and we haven't healed that hurt, we can uh, it can often cause us to be angry and respond in in a certain way. Have you found that as well? Yes. 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 Yeah. And so, as you say, through listening um, and really being mindful about what the other person, and giving them an opportunity to speak uh, through that will really be um, a great way to pave that relationship uh, forward. What are some great ways or techniques perhaps that you have that um, you share with your clients that enables them to create an environment in which the other person can start to speak? Do you have any questions, open-ended questions that you suggest? Because often, because no one's ever been given the chance to be heard, when they're given the opportunity, it's kind of like, I really don't know what to say or, you know, does that make sense? So what what techniques or what questions might we ask that will open the door for that other person then to share their thoughts and feelings?
1: Yeah. Um. So in my coach training, they talked a lot about how using what's and why's or not why's, what's and how's over why's. Yeah. Um, are important because sometimes whys can come off as um, invading to a person mm-hmm. or um, taken the wrong way. So, just using what's and how's are a lot more open. Yeah. Um, or, tell me more. Mm-hmm. For example, a lot of people, um, you know, along with being heard, they have stories. Everybody has stories to tell. And so, just simply saying, can I have an example? Or how have you seen that play in your life? Mm.
0: Um, yeah, things like
1: that. To just talking about themselves and stories.
0: Yes, yes, I like that, and I think the reason why, as you said, that we don't want to ask why, because that's not really why they're why they're having that conversation. Why that's important to them. Um, will kind of maybe challenge them to think well hang on a minute that we're thinking that they're wrong or right but that's not it we really want to dive deeper into well what's going on for you how's that impacting how's that showing up and you know sometimes a look uh you know like or or how so you know just a simple question like that and and done so genuinely uh I think can really pave the way to having some incredible conversations when you're thinking about women then Uh, I think so many women have, as you said, the self-love that often it's difficult to really have meaningful relationships with other people if there's almost a a difficulty in self-love for ourselves. And one of the things I often say, Millie, is if we don't value ourselves, and I'm not talking about arrogant, but I'm talking about a confidence at knowing who we are, uh, obviously, in Christ, that how do we expect others to value us if we don't value ourselves? So speaking about relationships with ourselves, what are some of the key lessons that you love sharing with women and helping them really go through the other end to realise, you know what, who I am um, is enough. I don't have to be validated by what other people say I am or who I am, my work, my career. What sort of uh, insights do you love to share?
1: Well, I think that... Um, I think that one of the best ways to grow in that for sure is to, to read about what God says about you. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that as women, um, we can all say there's areas in our lives where we don't feel confident. And so it's important to keep up on where we find our confidence. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, it's important to kind of what you were saying earlier you want to speak to yourself the way that you want to love someone else. Yeah. Now, If you're loving yourself in one way that's unhealthy and hurtful, then that's just practice towards a way that you would um, love someone that you're close with. For example, a spouse, you get Mm -hmm. very very close with them. And if you're used to constantly putting yourself down um, or just, not loving yourself right at all, mm-hmm. then chances are the more that you're with someone really close, those attitudes might come out in that relationship that are harmful and not even meant for that person, but they might just do it naturally. Yes. So I think just just really thinking to yourself, you know, would you love someone else the way that you're loving yourself right now? Mm-hmm big
0: thing yeah it certainly is a big thing and you know as you're sharing that often um, I'm reminded that if we don't have that assuredness and particularly uh, you know through who God says we are then challenging conversations that we have with others you know and and other people may be struggling with their own self-identity and can often reflect or say things that can impact us and so we have to have that assuredness don't we that um, because otherwise conversations and situations can certainly continue to cause doubt uh, in, in, in us and, and who we are, and that, as you said, can really impact our relationships. Something else that I want to dive into around one of the things you say, we're not always called to create opportunities. Speak more about this.
1: Um, so I first heard um, this phrase from a speaker named Havilah Cunnington, She's I believe from California area, and it was just on a Facebook live that she was just talking about something that God had been speaking to her and um, she talked about how she felt that you know there's lots of waiting periods in life, mm. but sometimes we're not called to just sit and wait sometimes we're called to create opportunities in those periods yes and um, that's been a huge thing for me as I'm getting my coaching business started. Mm. Because as I wait for opportunities, I also recognize that I have to be diligent in setting up things to create them for myself as well.
0: Yes, yeah. Such a great insight. And and I don't know, Millie, if you've um, struggled with this. I know that I certainly have, is how do we know the difference between... Um, you know we, we're in a waiting period say but you know do do we need to take action in this certain period are there things that I need to do and what are the things that I need to do and what's in God's realm you know and and often I've I've struggled with that is this my role or is it your role and there's something and I'm going to share with you what insight that you had but let me share something that I've learned Um, is is a conversation between a pastor Steve Furtick who's in north carolina i believe through the elevation church i don't know they're doing some incredible work he's an incredible pastor and he was interviewing tg jakes and tg jakes about his book Saw, and said you know often we will pray for tables and chairs and i'm not i'm just paraphrasing so hopefully i'll do it justice and we pray for chairs and we pray please lord give me a chair give me a table and god kind of sends back and says i don't do chairs and tables but i make trees And, you know, of course, from the trees, we can make the the tables and chairs. So for me, I kind of now go, all right, is this one of those table or chairs things? Or is it a God thing? Is that in Israel? So, I mean, what sort of insights have you gained to to discern, all right, should I be doing some action or taking action in this? Or should I sit back and just leave that, hand that over to God? What have you found? Yeah, um, well, first, I love that story.
1: Um, That's really cool. And also, I think that for me personally, um, just prayer, I, I, I base how I hear God through feelings most. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a feeler Mm -hmm. and so, and, and I think that that's hard sometimes in hearing God because a lot of times feelings can go the way you want them. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I just, I, I would say my best insight is just prayer. Um, and, and if I'm not seeing anything happen, then I might start to sit back and say, okay, am I not seeing something because it's not time yet?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or am I not seeing something because I'm not doing enough? Yes. And in, in my um, time of practicing this, as I start to do things, if I feel convicted that I'm just not trusting God, then that's where I'm like, okay, God, I surrender. And... Um, But if I start to see small things happening as I'm starting to work diligently towards the certain tasks, then I start to say, "Okay, I'm feeling like I'm on the right track here.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's good. And why I like that um, as such a great reminder for all of us, you are taking action, even if it's little mini steps and then taking a step back and seeing what's happening. You continuously take it to prayer, which we, we know is so important in, in business and life, of course, if people are not even in business. Um, however, often when we take action, God will meet us in that step, won't he, to a, a conversation which we think, well, that that was out of the blue. In actual fact, it wasn't, but uh, you know, and, and then often if things don't quite turn out, then that's a great way for us to take back and reflect. You know, what, what wasn't going on? Was I not trusting? Do I need to, to take that to prayer? So I, I love that. So what would you say to someone then who has not yet quite reached that stage where they are able to surrender? Because that can be hard, particularly for us driven entrepreneurs who just like to get things done, things planned and tick the boxes. Um, I think that it's,
1: It's similar to having a conversation with a person. Um, If you're always wanting to, as you said earlier, be ready to say the next thing, then you're not going to really be listening. Mm. And so I think that if you're struggling to surrender, then chances are, not always, you may not even be hearing something. And so I think that if you're starting to notice, I'm not hearing anything, then I would say that that's a fair sign that you need to just breathe and take a moment and say, why aren't I
0: hearing something? Mm-hmm. Yes, so true because we've already determined the answer we want, so we're looking for that evidence but God's going, mm-hmm, the answer is this and we need to surrender. I love that, such a, a great, great insight and, and a reminder because as we know, God speaks to us in so many different ways through his word and prayer in that quiet time. Uh, and we have to be open to hearing a response that may be uh, different to what we expect or hope for. But one thing we can have an absolute assuredness is that the response we do get from his, him is the right response. We may just not know it yet. Um, and so that's something that I have found in, in my life uh, time and time again and, and business too. He knows, he knows the best. For us let's talk about hearing leads to being known and being known leads to being loved why is this so important
1: um again I think that people they just want to be heard they they want to have a sense of um, importance and worth and if if they don't have people listening to them and listening is more than just hearing the words it's knowing who they are it's understanding them, mm-hmm. uh, trying to see from their perspective. That's a huge thing to listening because I yeah. think that people can hear things, but it's based on their perspective. Yes, yeah. And when you are really, really diving into listening, you should be hearing it from their perspective rather than your own. And that's, That's pretty big, I would say, to knowing someone. is knowing it based on their perspective and not the way that you're perceiving
0: Yes, yes. I think in that instance, so often, again, we assume or we presume and often we jump to conclusions because, as you know, through the coaching um, studies that you would have done, we have our own um, beliefs, values, experiences, which we use as filters, don't we, as we continue to communicate with people. However they have had their own set of circumstances and different experiences. So to judge or, or to assume things are based on ours, we're not really listening to what's going on for them and we can often, as I said, jump to conclusions which doesn't allow for the conversation to really continue to flow and that person to be heard, um, I think, is, is so important. And again, going back to some of those questions that you mentioned earlier, I think can really be used in situations ask open-ended questions, how so, how's that happening, what's happening, rather than really focusing on the why because that almost gets them to kind of prove that uh, what's going on for them is is true and it's true for them. Their circumstances, hasn't it, has really um, continued to to develop that that thought, those thoughts and and feelings, so that's really important. When you're thinking about um, business then, this would really be relevant as well to how we deal with clients. Are you finding that the work that you have done to help your clients in achieving whatever goals that they want with their relationships has also been really beneficial for you in how you can you know, communicate to potential clients when you go networking? I'm sure that that's something you're doing. Have you found that these principles are, are really helpful for you as well? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, The the listening one is huge. I feel um, like, especially because the majority of clients are through phone or video, um, it takes a lot more attention to listening Mm. um, than it does when you're face-to-face with someone and you're seeing all the actions they make or that that in-person communication. Yes. So really listening to people, people notice that, and so they feel safe, Mm. safe. Talking to you because they recognize oh they're really trying to listen to who I am
0: yeah and get to
1: me and help me um, in ways so that they can help themselves basically
0: yes yes valuable lessons I think you know if we try and go into a relationship or a conversation if you will with our own agenda first and foremost and are not willing to listen or appreciate now we don't necessarily need to agree with everything that person is saying but if we are not willing to even have the conversation and allow them to share and be heard I think um, I can recall many situations even in a team environment where team members just didn't feel heard doesn't mean the lead as a leader of our business that we need to agree with everything that they say but having an appreciation and an opportunity for them to share to discuss to brainstorm and then together come to a solution i think is is really as you said going to build relationships that are more win-win that honor honor each party and and therefore continue to collaboratively come to an outcome that uh, is helpful that helpful and and positive And this is so true for ourselves as well, our self-talk and and what we do um, and conversations we have when we are by ourselves. And they can often not be very helpful either. So, Millie, share with us a little bit more about the work that you do and the best way for people to connect with you.
1: Yeah, so I work with women on mostly relationships, but um, I work... That can be a number of things. It can be with yourself and any area that you'd like to grow in, really. Mm. Um, transition periods, spiritual. Um, and they. I have a website, mm. Um And so people can connect with me through that, through social medias um, or email.
0: Fabulous. Um, Good, good. And we'll put all of the links to connect with Millie on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 171. And as we said, right throughout all the conversation, you really uh, shared with us so beautifully, it's so important to firstly work on the relationships with ourselves because unless we are confident and know who we are in Christ and uh, respect and have that inner self-worth, it's going to be very difficult for us to um, expect others to give us that worth as well and, and have that conversation with us and vice versa. So I think everything that you said today is just so very important. Millie, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests as we end the show is just to end with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today?
1: Definitely.
0: Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Millie and just be reminded of how important it is to really listen when we're speaking to other people so that we can appreciate what they're saying and really allow them to feel loved and listen to. And so often in this fast paced world, we're too busy rushing around, we've got our own agendas and we're really not spending the time with people so that they're not feeling good. Father too, as Millie reminded us, it's so important with it, the conversations that we have with ourselves and of course, the conversations and time that we spend with you. Father, I know to build a kingdom business that honors you in every way, we must be aware of what your desires are, what your will is for our lives and for our business. And we thank you that Millie could come on the show today just to remind us of how important that is. Father, we just want to uphold Millie and her work and her business and her clients up in prayer. Father, we continue to guide her, to lead her, to nurture her so that she can continue to really bring her skills and gifts um, to the world, to her clients and support them in having strong, strong relationships, particularly with themselves and, of course, their spouses, their partners as well. Father, we just want to thank you and ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Millie. Continued blessings in the work that you're doing. I think this is so important. Um, No matter what age we get, uh, you know, life um, has experiences that we sometimes take a step back and think, oh, my goodness, that was just out of the twilight zone. But I think everything that you shared today, when we recognize that how people react and interact and what they say, is is often such a reflection of their experiences and things that they've gone through. And if, if it's all of the things that you've said, we take a step back, we give the space, create a space that they can share, that they can feel heard, then that is often the first step towards healing for them and, of course, if we're working on ourselves too for us as well. So thank you for the work that you continue to do. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneur's Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.